Welcome to the Global Investor Podcast, a show that focuses on helping foreign investors enter the lucrative U.S. real estate market. Host Charles Carrillo combines decades of real estate investing experience with a professional background in international banking to interview experts in all areas of U.S. real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Charles Carrillo. Welcome to another episode of the Global Investors Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Crillo. Today, we have Steven Pesavento. He's been a full-time real estate investor since 2016, has completed over 200 transactions, renovated nearly 100 houses, flipped over 200 houses, raised over $10 million from passive investors, and transacted over $70 million in investment real estate. So thank you so much for being on the show, Steven. Hey, super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So you have a very interesting background. Can you give us your background? Uh, personally and professionally prior to getting involved in real estate investing? Yeah. So funny thing. I, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be one of two things. I either wanted to be a chef like Emeril Lagasse or I wanted to renovate houses like Bob Vila. And uh, I ended up going directly into management consulting uh, mm -hmm. out of school, got the dream job as a business grad uh, and was working fortune 500 companies, but somewhere along the line, I realized that this didn't have the passion that people weren't really in this belief that they could live a better life. Everyone was really living for the weekend. So I went on this journey to start finding really a better way, started working in technology and then eventually made my way to real estate. Um, and what's so interesting about it is I guess all that HGTV really did finally pay off as I got into real estate and started uh, flipping a, quite a few homes before we eventually moved into commercial and do what we do today. Nice. So let's, uh, let's know, how did you choose real estate after going through all those different fields? Um, how did you really uh, as, you know, choose as your investment vehicle? Yeah, well, I was uh, 17 when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So mm -hmm. that idea yeah. got put into my head really <laughs> early. Uh, but somewhere along the line, I, I really had some limiting beliefs. I had some things that were holding me back from doing the things that I wanted to do and, and some things that were really preventing me from taking that action, you know, from going out and being able to find that property and create the opportunity to really get started. And so, you know, after really hitting this point of clarity, this point of decision, I decided that it was time to move into real estate. And that was really my, my sole goal at the time was yeah. I'm going to go and create this real estate company and we're going to be able to create great income. And uh, that's what we did. And nice. through that process, you know, we flipped, you know, over 200 houses. Um, it was a, you know, significant uh, uh, business where we were doing high volume, you know, house buying and flipping. But what I realized along the way was that I was missing from one of those core key goals that I originally set out to, which was to create passive income, to create mm -hmm. the ability to be able to step away from the business and travel, the ability to uh, build a, a great team and work with great partners who could execute on our behalf. And although we had a great team of 15 people, I realized that we were serving the wrong customer. We were serving a customer who we only could do one transaction with. We didn't have an opportunity to build a long-term relationship because people only sell their house uh, for 60 to 70 cents on the dollar once. Um, it's not a <laughs> continuous repeated transaction. Yeah. And so I started looking around at real estate, at our business, at other businesses, and want to understand how can we evolve? How can we grow into something where we're working with the, the same type of people that we get excited to work with, people who are driven, people who are uh, creating great businesses and people who believe that real estate can do something even more powerful for them uh, to be able to go and live a better life. And that's what really attracted me to commercial real estate, multifamily specifically, but was by 
actually focusing on this as an investment vehicle instead of an income vehicle was able to completely change the way that our business operates and therefore who we serve. And so today, yeah. Von Finch Capital, we work with, you know, high income, high performing, um, you know, professionals who are working in their W-2 or own a business and they're looking to invest in real estate, but they're looking to do so hands off. They got yeah. sick of owning duplexes or they realized very early on this wasn't the direction they wanted to go. And we work with investors so they can invest passively and we manage all of the operations and really execute that business plan. And so it's been a great transition for us. And we talk a lot about this on our show called The Investor Mindset, um, which everyone can definitely check out if they like what we're talking about here today. Nice. Uh, before we get into passive investing in your current uh, your current business, I want to kind of, you went around, you just said that you had 15 people that you were flipping these houses. And um, I guess as I read, you'd flipped uh, over 200 houses, renovated 100 houses in un about two and a half years, under three years. So tell us about this team you'd put in place because most people that are getting the real estate that are going to do a flip here, a flip there, it's part-time. They're never going to be able to do the scale, the volume of anywhere near what you've done in just two and a half years. So tell us about like what kind of systems and teams you set up there, even though it wasn't passive fully, as you said. Um, I mean, obviously you had something in place there to do all those transactions. Yeah, I mean, when you, in order to do that many deals, you're going to have to have a team in place. You're going to have mm -hmm. to have a team that's going to allow you to focus on each area of the business. And so our main focus, the thing that we were the best at was going out and finding really great deals. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. we had set up a team to market directly to sellers. We had a team for answering phone calls, for processing those opportunities, a sales team for going out and meeting and contracting those deals. And then a team for actually going out and renovating, right? We had right. third-party contractors that would do the, the work. We had real estate agents that we'd work with. All of those third-party folks were separate from our core internal team. Wow. However, uh, the, the big thing there is really building a system. So we mm -hmm. started understanding what are those roles? What are the responsibilities of those roles? How do we manage them? What are the KPIs? And we built this team that was operating in two different states, in Minnesota and Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, nice. So two different partners in two different cities that were executing together under the same Von Finch umbrella. And, you know, in that time, we were able to grow a, a pretty significant house looping portfolio. And we had returned great returns to investors. But the thing is, it was very limited in its nature. And what's mm -hmm. one of the challenges with flipping houses is that there's actually some significant risk if there is a change in the economy, yeah. specifically because the term of your financing is short term. Now, one of the things we really like about uh, more cash flow investing or longer term investing is that you have a, a longer term if something yeah. should change. So rather than a six month or 12 month loan, uh, you're looking at something that's three years, five years, 10 years, 30 years. And what that does is it gives you the ability to be able to be flexible. And so I remember back in 2018, there was a little shift in interest rates. They went up for the first time in a very long time, right around Thanksgiving. And I remember a huge freeze in the market. And my business partner had been through 2008 and I had firewalked his experience, asked him deep questions, felt those emotions, what it was like to go through that. And so I immediately noticed the same thing that he felt. And we quickly sold off a lot of our properties. We quickly went the direction that he should have gone in 2008. And it was a big lesson. It was a big reminder that the market can shift and we have to be able to be uh, in a position to be conservative and to really protect that principle, to protect the capital. And that's one of the things that we really like about these long-term investments is 
when you're investing for a five-year period, if something should happen where the economy changes for one or two years, you still have time to be able to pay that debt. And you still have time to be able to continue to execute that business plan. And so it's one of the things we like and one of the reasons we got away from what we were doing. Yeah, I feel within real estate, the longer you own a property, uh, the longest your, longer your business plan is, the less risk you're going to have. And um, especially with longer term debt, but also it, uh, it also comes out when you're acquiring the property too. If you want to pay a little bit more for a property, if you're going to hold it for longer term, it's a better property in a better area. At the end of the, at five, 10 years down the road, it doesn't matter if you paid, you know, um, 82 or 86 at the end of the day, it matters that you, you know, you saw the vision of the property, but uh, let's talk about you making that change into multifamily into commercial multifamily. How was, what was your first investment? Was it, were you guys active or were you passive in it? Yeah, so our first major investment was in a property located in Denver, Colorado is a, about a four, four point one, four and a half million dollar deal. Um, it was a 40 unit deal that we we're able to purchase directly from the seller. We have a great operating partner on it, somebody with, you know, seven plus years of experience in the space. They had the ability to execute over and over again, and we had a long term relationship. And so we really believe in the idea of diversification and investing with experts. So by investing with this expert, by partnering with them to execute together with us, we were able to go out and you know raise all the capital in that syndication and purchase this property. Uh, and then uh, this property was a uh, an equity play. So it was a play focused on how can we grow the equity in the property in the shortest amount of time. It was a three-year project. Um, we're about 12 months into that project. Now, uh, when we first got into multifamily, it took quite a long time to find that first deal. We had another deal that we got all the way to the finish line and the seller ended up pulling out. So, you know, six, eight months worth of work all falling through. But with this property in Denver, what was great about it was that the property hadn't been renovated in 20 years. And so we were able to go in, renovate all of the units and take it from 450 to $500 a month in rent uh, to a pro forma of 1050 or $1,100 in rent. Now, what's amazing is, you know, a year later, uh, rents are much, much higher than that. We're between 12 and 1400. So needless to say, it's been a great project. Our investors are really excited about the amount of upside we've been able to build. And we may end up exiting that property early. But the thing that, again, back to my earlier point that we really like about it is we have the option to be able to hold on to it long term if we if we want to. Yeah, having multiple exit strategies is just a it's a great it's a great position to be in, especially when you're in long term uh, financing and long term uh, investment. So what is your um, let's go over like what your company's current investment strategy and criteria is right now, what you're uh, I mean, obviously, you're doing uh, value add your um, like what size properties and what markets uh, are you focused on? Yeah, so at Von Finch Capital, what we're really focused on is two strategies. We've got a third, but our main two strategies about about 20 to 30% of what we do fall into that equity growth strategy. Mm -hmm. That's for people who are really interested in growing their portfolio um, in a shorter time period. They're not as focused on cash flow, um, but mm -hmm. they like real estate and they like the, the risk profile of real estate, that it's lower risk. And what we're doing with those is we're going in, we're adding a lot of value, we're renovating units, and we're looking to exit those within three years. And so nice. for those types of projects, we're looking to hit somewhere between a 17 to a 23, 24% IRR or wow. double your money in three years. Um, on the other side of the coin, we're looking at much longer term projects, typically five to seven years, 
they happen to be much larger 200 mm -hmm. plus unit buildings. Uh, and we're looking to kind of create cash flow from day one, kind of a six to 8% or higher cash flow. And then, a you know, a 14 to a 17% IRR nice. W money in five years. So the difference between those two is one of them creates income and a distribution kind of from month one or, or from year, mm -hmm. uh, year one, uh, or year two kind of on that earlier phase, but has that backend growth that's available. The alternative of course, is just focusing only on what that upside piece is going to be and mm -hmm. seeing that, uh, that upside at the end of the term. And so what we like about this is a great ability to be able to mix and match. We have investors yeah. who like maybe one strategy or they like both, but they're heavily invested in one. So they're looking to diversify and the other way that we really uh, like to diversify is by investing in different markets. So we're invested mm. in Denver. Um, we're currently seeking properties in Dallas. We have a property in Jacksonville. We have a mm. new project in Phoenix. Um, and we're looking at some projects in Atlanta as well. And so uh, part of our strategy is the ability to act, invest in different markets, uh, in different assets, in different asset classes. And then of course, invest with different managers because we're bringing yeah. on local managers, operators, partners, vendors on the ground who have a long track record of experience and they help us really execute so we can have that local advantage on every single project yeah. that we do. Yeah, that's a great strategy. And I love the idea of that uh, you're partnering with operators in areas that there's already a footprint that they have. Um, you know, someone has several properties there. They already have all of the contacts. They have a great management company. Um, they have everything they need and you're kind of plugging into that and you can bring your expertise. You can bring your investors. You can bring everything else that goes with it, with your company to the deal. And it's a win-win for everyone, which obviously is the best way of, uh, of going with it. Um, what do you, what do you focus at? What's your role at your firm? Are you focusing more on sourcing deals? Are you focusing more on sourcing capital and handling some asset management on the deals? Yeah, so we really go uh, out, we find really great deals in great markets. Mm -hmm. uh, we bring capital, we source capital and work with our investor partners to be able to fund these deals. And then we put together the the team, the operator, the vendors, the managers, all of these pieces for us to be able to mm -hmm. execute together. And so that's really what Von Finch has been focused on. And so personally, one of the things I love doing is going out and educating and teaching and being able to bring people up to speed so they can understand what they want and why they want it. So it makes it easy for them to make that investment decision. Now, about 15 to 20% of my time, I focus on high performance coaching. I work with a number of up and coming real estate entrepreneurs and, you know, other business owners and W2 professionals who are looking to kind of operate at that highest level. That keeps me really sharp working with folks, helping them execute and be able to do what they're looking to do. But majority of my time is spent working with passive investors, other successful people, other high performers, and helping them invest passively into real estate. So, you know, we do a lot of education through the investor mindset platform um, and the podcast. Uh, you know, since we're talking about it, we're talking about education, I would love to be able to share with the audience this resource we put together. It's about a 52 sure. page passive investor playbook. It's a, a deep dive guide, talks about due diligence, talks about finding opportunities and operators and the right people to work with. And you guys can grab that if you just head over to investormindset.com slash passive, investormindset.com slash passive, and you can download that playbook um, and get access to it immediately at no cost. And 
the reason why we like putting something like that together is it really gives people the ability to get up to speed before we start working together to understand really what they're going after. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, it makes it really difficult to invest in the right type of product. Interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that resource. Um, going back to passive investing, and I find with a lot of our passive investors that they're also active investors, and usually not on as large of deals that we're doing. Uh, why do you think when uh, I imagine you have the same thing? Why do you think active investors should also look into passive investing, um, maybe to broaden their horizons and to broaden markets? Or is there any other reasons why uh, you feel it's a great investment strategy? The, the reason why I think investing in real estate is so powerful is because it's a hard asset. It's, it hedges against inflation and you have the ability, if you invest passively, to invest in different markets with different operators and really be able to uh, leverage their experience, their network, their access to capital and their time mm -hmm. so that you can create the same kind of returns you would or better if you were going to go own and manage your own real estate. The truth right. is most people are not very good at operating real estate. Most uh, landlords, um, they might succeed out of luck or out <laughs> of the market going in the right direction, yeah. but it's a very challenging thing and it just takes a lot of time. And so for folks that have been through that, they understand the benefit and, and power of passive investing. And for those who haven't, most can see that, oh, by investing with this team, as long as they do what they say they're going to do, as long as they have that track record, then I'm really going to be able to benefit from the upside, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's one of the real big keys, right? So we talk about this with a lot of my high performance clients, but one of the key five success principles is this idea of seeing challenges as opportunities and really good operators. When you have mm -hmm. that experience, you're able to see the challenge in that property as an opportunity. And that challenge is where the profit is really created. It's where, mm -hmm the upside is created by being able to go look at a project and say, Hey, well, this hasn't been purchased since 1975. There's 46 years of, of, uh, uh, existing, you know, it hasn't been renovated in a very yeah. long time. Now, some people look at that and say, Hey, well, that's a lot of work. Um, I'm not interested in that. And other people would say, Hey, well, that is money. That's actually mm -hmm. where we make our profit. That's actually how we create the return. And so the best operators will have that view. The highest performers have that view. And so that's one of the reasons why it's really beneficial for you to choose the right people to invest with so they can have that, that outlook to understand, well, hey, where is uh, the best things going to be coming from for, for everybody who is going to be investing in that opportunity? Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that, especially if you're trying to do something, you hit a roadblock, there's always another way of how you can achieve success with that project. Uh, you might not just have the right business plan or thinking at that point. But um, break down, because I saw those the five key principles, you mentioned it for successful investing on your website. Can you break down the other four principles? Yeah, so um, the there's five different success principles that we've realized after interviewing you know, hundreds of very successful investors studying some of the top entrepreneurs and really getting down to the depth of where and what is the difference between people who are operating at the highest level. So um, the other big key piece of these high performers is that they're very focused, meaning they have that mm -hmm. narrow yeah. focus on what that strategy is that they're doing. And so for anyone who's listening, that's an active operator or somebody who's looking to actively manage opportunities, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is I'll meet them at an event or a conference or a meetup, or I'll talk with them on a coaching session. And they'll tell me that they're interested in uh, flipping houses and that they want to get into multifamily. And eventually they, 
they want to invest passively yeah. and they're looking to buy mobile home parks and storage. And they start listing off all of these different options. Options are phenomenal. But the key thing that makes people successful is making a decision. And so when you make that decision to focus in on one strategy, uh, on one key area of focus, it ends up leading you to having that best success. And the same is true for passive investors. For all y'all who are working in a position where you're making a great income, understanding what your core goal is, is going to allow you to focus in on doing the thing that's going to get you there. And for many people, what that is, is make great money in your, in your position, in your company, in your job, and then invest that passively so that someone else can do all of the work while you get to focus on your family and, and making money. Instead of trying to learn a new skill, you're able to go down that path. But if you're not focused, you might try to do everything. And when you do everything, you do nothing really well. I see that a lot with people that reach out that want to be active investors and they're in a very lucrative position, lucrative job. And if they stayed in it for another five years, uh, how they were for the last five years, they probably could really, you know, double, triple their income. And uh, if you're just, hey, invest this money passively as you're doing it, it's a much better outcome for you. You're going to reinvent the whole wheel again. You're starting a whole new profession like you're getting out of college again. It's crazy. But um, I mean, some people just, I think the thing is a lot of people dislike their W-2 sometimes so much that they're, they want to do that and they feel it's the best route. Whereas, like you said, investing money from your high income job is, uh, is a great route to doing it. So when you're talking to other investors, what are common mistakes that you, uh, you see other real estate investors make? I think one of the, the other biggest mistakes that people make is they're not really clear on what they want and why they want it. Mm -hmm. Now, it seems really simple to share some yeah. of these principles and these ideas. And the truth is they're simple, but most people aren't doing them. And so if you're hearing this for the upteenth time, maybe the 10th <laughs> or 11th or 100th time, just ask yourself, not have I heard this before, but am I doing this actively right now? And could I do it better? And so the answer is usually, yes, I could do it better. And when I say, what do you want and why do you want it? The reason that's so important is because if you get really clear on your goal, if you get really clear on what you're going after, if you get really clear on why that's important, it makes it much simpler to be able to make key decisions and to be able to either stay in that challenge that you're dealing with or to decide to change directions. And so when I'm talking with up and coming passive investors, if they're not clear on what they're looking for, why they're investing, what kind of return profile, what their risk profile is, um, what they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with, it makes it really difficult for them to be able to make a decision to go down that path. The same is true for anybody in their career. And so what you really want to sit down and do and go over multiple times is continuously get more clear. You know, I was working with one of my clients today uh, you know, a very successful developer making really great money, um, huge net worth, but just unsatisfied with the direction. And what we were able to discover was one of the key reasons was there is a lack of uh, going through the process of, of actually getting all of the ideas out of your head and then prioritizing them and putting them down onto paper so that you know, hey, well, this is actually what's most important. And so it's one of the biggest things that I recommend. We talk a little bit more about that in this uh this great resource we put together called the five success principles um, of a successful investor. If y'all want that, you can grab that at investormindset.com slash success. Um, and what is really most important is just go through the process of getting clear 
and then take some action on it. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but each time you go through it, just ask yourself those questions like, could I be more clear? Could I be more specific? And I promise you, it's going to really unleash a lot of your potential. Oh, great, great information there. So what do you think are the main factors for you that have contributed to your success? I mean, these are the same, it's the same things that I'm talking about. And that's yeah. what's so powerful is, you know, I've gone out and got great mentors and great coaches. Uh, I put myself in peer groups around other people who are very successful, okay. who are yeah. earning great income, who have put themselves into a really powerful, smart position to be able to learn um, and grow together. And by being surrounded by other people who are succeeding at a high level, what that ends up doing for me is it allowed me to change my mindset allowed me to change my belief. And mindset is simply the thoughts and beliefs you have that end up leading to the actions you take and therefore the outcomes you experience. And when we can change those thoughts and beliefs, we can actually change the way that we show up and we can change uh, the outcomes and what we're actually experiencing throughout our life. So it's really simple and it's really powerful. And one of the best ways to do that, of course, is working with a coach, is working with somebody who can see what you can't see who can ask those hard questions, who can hold you accountable. And it's great to be able to surround yourself by other people who are operating at a high level who can also do the same. So these are the things that helped me succeed. And I know each and every one of you who've gone down that path, you've probably seen some benefit from it. Um, but for those who haven't, you know, I'd say step into it. Step yeah. into it and, and leverage some other outside uh, perspectives to allow you to be able to really thrive. Yeah, a mentor told me years back, change your peer group, change your net worth. And it's, uh, you, I mean, it's it's definitely true. And it takes a little time, obviously, as you're doing it. But once you do it, and then you look back on where you came from, uh, I mean, you can definitely see the difference. So how can our listeners learn more about you and your business, Stephen? Yeah, so one of the best places to go is investormindset.com. You can grab the Past Investor Playbook. You can grab the Five Success Principles. You can learn about investing with Von Finch Capital mm -hmm. and uh, working with us on future opportunities uh, in any of those markets we talked about. And if you're looking on reaching out to me directly, I recommend you, you jump on to your favorite social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, and shoot me a direct message. And just let me know, hey, I listen to the show and... Uh, I wanted to reach out and either me or a member of my team will actually reach out to you and put you in touch to be able to share some of the things that would help you move forward in the most effective way. Well, thanks so much for coming on today, Stephen. Looking forward to connecting with you in the near future and have a great rest of your week. Awesome. Thank you. Hi, guys. It's Charles from the Global Investors Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you're interested in getting involved with real estate, but you don't know where to begin, set up a free 30-minute strategy call with me at ScheduleCharles.com. That's ScheduleCharles.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Global Investor Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to get new weekly episodes. For more resources and to receive our newsletter, please visit globalinvestorpodcast.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.